What's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great one for you this week. My man Gary Kleiman, the CEO of Wham Networks, calls into the podcast. We're going to talk about a little bit of gaming. We're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on. The Wham Network, let me tell you something about that. If you don't know about that, um, it is the MTV ESPN. It is the old central source for all things gaming. It's a lot of original content on there. If you're a game head, if you got a controller in your hand, if you got a phone in your hand, you got whatever it takes to be a part of a gaming world. If you played a video game in the last 10 years, the Wham Network got you covered. If you plan it on playing a video game in the next 40 years, the Wham Network got you covered. So please listen to this nice informative interview my man Gary Kleiman as well as our usual craziness going on in this podcast I want to thank all of you guys for listening and I want to thank you guys for going to the home for everything related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast right there at samshownation.com yeah samshownation.com is your home for everything revolving around the Just Talk With Sam podcast if you look there on the homepage and current promotions page there is a donate button hey click that donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person right there when you click that donate button look this has always been a crowdsource podcast and by doing so you give back to this podcast to make it a bigger better greater podcast and everything that we do here but hey maybe you want a little bit of bang for your buck i hear you it is what it is capitalism at the best you want to go to the just talk with sam shop.com via samshownation.com you click that shop link and you get your samshownation swag whether that be hats whether that be t-shirts whether that be stickers it's all right there whatever you need to live your daily life and rep the podcast that you love the most you can go to samshownation.com you click that store link get a little bang for your buck give a little you get a little bit in return Go ahead, wrap the podcast as you do, as you go through your daily life. But I said that word podcast twice, so go ahead, go to samshownation.com. You hit that podcast link, and you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts. Some you missed, some you may want to hear again, right there on our podcast page at samshownation.com. But maybe that's not how you listen to podcasts. You listen to podcasts in different ways. It's 2018. you got a smartphone. we got you covered. We are currently available on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, good old RSS, and iTunes. Yes, iTunes has been around for a while, but one thing I like about iTunes, iTunes have the feedback feature. Yes, you can subscribe, rate, and review right there on the iTunes page. Please do that. Please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Tell us everything you liked about this podcast. Hey, I really like Sam and the guests he bring. Give us five stars. Hey, Sam needs to shut up every once in a while. His take is off topic. Five stars. It's all right there. We love reading your reviews, and we like to hear more of them. So please go to samshownation.com. Um, click the Amazon link. Oh, excuse me. Click the iTunes link. And, you know, give your feedback. I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but we're going to move on to what we got to do. We got to pay for this thing. We got a few sponsors before we jump in this podcast. Before we, um, first sponsor is the good folks at OmahaSteaks.com. 
yes we are doing this we understand that it's labor day by the time you hear this but if it's labor day and you are listening to this that means you are just in time for some omaha steaks you want to get in line for some of the last days of summer and Omaha Omaha Steaks have you covered they have you ready for the last minute Labor Day deals you can still find available in stores you go to samtronation.com you can click that link you can find a store near to your house you can order it and you can shop there and your Labor Day will be saved or be a weekend warrior you got the game on Omaha Steaks got everything that you need for your tailgating essentials football is back in session I don't care what football you like whether it's NFL whether it's college whatever it's arena football is already started you want to go ahead and go to samtronation.com and click that Omaha Steaks link and get their tailgating essentials. You can buy Omaha Steaks in bulk right now via the samtronation.com. You can get the best values on everything that you need to upgrading your tailgating experience. Whether that be burgers, whether that be steaks, whether that be brats, or anything else that they have. You can go big for game day and you can upgrade your favorites with all of their new topics. The only thing we actually do is go to samtronation.com. You click that Amazon uh you click that Omaha Steaks link and by you hitting that Omaha Steaks link, you will be ready for game day. Get some last minute gifts and you can save your labor day. So please go to omahasteaks.com via samtronation.com. next link is the good folks at Walmart Walmart has been telling you for over a month and now you in zero hour now you in the nitty-gritty they got you smart savings for all the things you need for back to school Walmart got you covered yes school starts this week so for your little one or your not so little one everything from K to 12 and above they got supplies for every class, whether that be school supplies, arts and crafts, paper supplies, electronics, music instruments, calculators, uniform. Walmart got you covered. They want you to go back to school with Back to Cool. But it's not too late to take advantage of their two-day shipping. Or, or, or you're waiting to the last minute. You can go to samshownation.com right now. And by listening right now, you can order whatever you need and you can pick it up with your same day in-store pickup via samshownation.com. And you can pick it up by your friendly neighborhood Walmart right now. Just in time for Junior to go to school. School start this week if it hasn't started already and you want them to get off on a good foot. Maybe you got that supplies list. Maybe you got everything you need or maybe you forgot that one thing. Walmart got you covered. And the best way to go to Walmart is go to samtronation.com. You click that link on the current promotions page and you get everything that they need for school. You want to make the tips and ideas make back to school a breeze and get the back to school checklist for parents making sure that they have everything that they need in their back to school backpack so please go to samshownation.com you click that walmart link go ahead and make sure everything that they need for back to school is right there 
Hey, I kind of buried the lead on this, but I need to let y'all know something. Back to school this week. So you know what else happened this week? The start of the NFL season. Let me tell you something. NFLshop.com got you covered on everything that you're going to need to root for your team. But the best way to do it is go to SamFilmNation.com. You click that NFL link because season starting this Thursday. And you can get everything that you need, whether that be footwear, whatever apparel that you need for men, women, kids. Maybe you want some jerseys, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, whatever. Whatever team you rep. Maybe you're a Lions fan like me. Maybe you like those Patriots. Maybe you like the Dolphins. Maybe you like the Giants. Maybe you like the 49ers. Them Dallas Cowboys. Them Arizona Cardinals. Denver in the house. The Raiders. All the teams are represented. Please go ahead and rep your team before the season starts. And if you want to catch up, you can shop their clearance. It's up to 60% off all selected apparent. Maybe you really like something from last year. You got it right there. But the only thing we actually do is go. And if you hurry up, you can use the Sam Show Nation discount. Free shipping, period. No minimum purchase. Go to samshownation.com. You click the nflshop.com link. You put in the offer code SIDELINE at checkout. Free shipping. No minimum. Come on. The NFL start. The NFL season starts this Thursday. Go ahead. Go to nflshop.com via samshownation.com. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all. Let's see if I get it right this time. Amazon.com. Yes, Amazon has everything from A to Z. And Amazon got you covered. Hey, maybe you got some back to school of your own via Amazon. They got you covered with the shop essentials with the school supplies. Maybe you are a parent where your kids are leaving. And you get a chance to chill finally after three months. Three hard months. You get a chance to sit down. Have some time to yourself. Amazon Prime got you covered. You can listen to Amazon Prime by going listen to some of their music development. Maybe you want to catch some of that Jack Ryan. It just came out. Starting John Krasinski. And you can catch some Jack Ryan. You can watch that show with Amazon Prime in peace. Because kids are back to school. Amazon got you covered. And Amazon got you covered from A to Z. Everything that you need and everything in between. So please go to samshownation.com. You click that Amazon banner on the homepage and current promotions page. And go ahead, shop as you normally would be at amazon.com. Well, that's enough for me right now. What I'm going to do, I got my man BK here. We're going to get into all the news and events that happened this week. I'm going to talk to my man Gary Kleiman and the Wham Network. And I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this like right now.
seriously. Obviously, if y'all didn't listen, we, we never write this out. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, the only podcast that was asked not to broadcast Cross Street from Greater Grace on Friday. Now, back to what we... No, 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 I care. They asked, hey, you gonna be gonna out of respect, out of respect, please do not broadcast anywhere in the vicinity. Look, let's just jump right into this. Yep, yep, let's just... November? We're going to jump right into this, because if you listen to this podcast, this has been like a three-part saga going on for the last three weeks, and one of the major stories is the Aretha Franklin, well, all of it, the tribute, the funeral, all things going on, and I just want to walk into this one. I ain't going to forget what I said. We're going to make it quick, because we talked a lot about this over the air. If you go to samshownation.com, you click that Twitter poll. It's right there. 75, a whopping majority of you agreed with me from last week when I said Michael Bolton should not be at the Aretha Franklin tribute. So, Michael, if you are listening, we have extra mics. Please come across the street from Greater Grace. And Michael, you can feel free. Guarantee him, Michael Bolton. Feel free. Walk Look, Greece. I will say this it though. I will accept him. Let Michael. I will Bolton, accept him. Let Michael. I Bolton, will. Let Michael. Bolton I will. Sing one Just to make song. sure he don't I sing. I guarantee goddamn they're gonna accept his ass. I will accept him. All blacks. On this mic. All of. All on this mic. Diabetics. All of us will. Accept um, but I will accept him. Mentals. Cognacs, yeah. diabetics. Hey, except Michael hey, Bolton. I'm not. I'm not. not when, when he did, uh, when a man loves a woman, that Princess Leia's rendition. I loved it. See, my thing is, I don't even think most blacks have even heard that. Not Aretha though. When I heard him at the Soundboard Casino, if you could do Princess Sledge, you qualify. Hold on, Franklin. I even, I even tossed this. Now, I, uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. Can you? But I will even no, no, because give me your goddamn phone. That's RIA, and I'm not paying that goddamn bill. But what I will do, I will encourage anyone under the sound of my voice to listen to Michael Bolton, especially his work that he's done with the Lonely Island, especially when he did the Jack Sparrow rant, and I thought that was Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I mean, it was the last soul of that. That's just, that's just comedy. I mean, like I said, like it's comedy. He's still singing his ass off, but it's comedy. Or if you really feel adventurous, go on, go on Netflix. Go on Netflix. We don't know what Mike, Michael McDonald is. No one can hear you because you don't have a mic. It's almost like you don't have a mic. It's, it's almost like there's not a bag of microphones right there. But if you can, get the Michael Bolton. This isn't 
I think I think it's Valentine's Day experience. Nobody know what the fuck he's saying. Now, Granifit, uh, Granifit, Granit, yep. that dude is so full. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what the fuck he's saying. If you listen to, he did a, he, he 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 did a gospel rendition with. Um, um, if you got to ask, you need to know. No. Yep. No. 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 That's not a question. He did a gospel rendition with Darwin Hobbs every day. Mm. Now, that sounds good. That's a, that was a, that was that your, your ambition. Yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it was. That, uh, that, that was a good song, but that's like the clearest I've ever heard. But ever I'm seen. not shitting on Michael Bolton. Hold on, before I want to change, I want to change my mind because we go ADD quick, crippling ADD. We always come back to the point. But without, I want to give Michael Bolton his credit because but I watched I it have in the in the in the couple days that we a podcast. I got a chance to kind of like really look at the poll. Even though it was going back and forth, I did watch the Netflix special Michael Bolton has, the Valentine's Day special. I didn't even know that was the Netflix And he did. He, he came with it. It was kind of like a music comedy type of thing. But when it was time for him to sing, he, did, he wasn't no slouch. He wasn't no slouch. That's, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. He, he, but, he did some stuff with some good grace, even with Pat LaBelle. I see the clock go boom, boom. But the fact is the fact he that still did good. Seventy-five to twenty-five, maybe later, but not for Aretha. Those are your white listeners in the uh, okay. Hey, hey, hey! Why did uh, you play the race card? I, I wouldn't believe those white listeners if we gonna play that race card. Well, nigga, I'm not. I'm According to Zi, okay. not Zi. What's up, man? Cause Zi, listen, and I've read that goddamn comment. Well, um, I'll see Zi's comment. Uh, I doubt he comment. And when you commented. I will say, Zia, you are more than welcome for us to redo our scene from Detroit yeah. 187. <laughs> he did, he did, he did respond to that shit. Yeah, that, that was a real good kind of what you did. Yeah, I ain't mad at you, nigga. Go ahead. But he was right. He said, if you blinked, you missed him. That is true. If you did blink, you missed Zia. Man, that's a kind of way. If I ain't ever heard it, but All right. you're sad, nigga. All right, let's just move on. Run Go. for office anytime you feel. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready with you. I want to say Gary Kleiman will be calling into this podcast because we're going to talk about this. He is the CEO of Wham. If you down with gaming. Really? We should have Mike on this. But if you down with gaming. Mike would have been the perfect person for the gaming. Like yeah, but if you look, oh, yeah. if you down with gaming, he is yeah. the CEO of Wham Technologies. It's almost like the, the ESPN, the MTV, the... The, the all news network in gaming if you got Roku if you got Apple TV whatever you got look up Wham quite honestly if you need to know something quick I love the Wham network it's alright but we don't talk with him shortly but the reason I bring him up is because I want to pick his normally this would be a sit your ass now but normally sit your ass downs are light hearted it's, it's fun there's a little tongue-in-cheek thing. But this motherfucker right here, David Katz in Jacksonville. That pissed me off to my heart because I am a gamer. I'm not where I used to be because, you know, I grew up. I got a few more responsibilities. I got other things. David Katz you pissed me off. He, he pissed me off because <coughs> I didn't lost in the tournament before. I know what it is to lose in the tournament. I never went back and shot up all the people. Now, we can sit here. We can talk about gun control. We can talk about mental illness. We can talk about whatever. I want to keep it to what it is. It's gaming. Gaming and... And a good thing about this, 
I have a personal experience with you. BK, I don't know if you remember this. We all know your memory is spotty at best. <laughs> but I worked all summer in the Metro Detroit. GameStop had a tournament, a Tekken tournament. Tekken Tag Tournament Tournament. So it was the T4 <laughs> Tekken Tag Tournament Tournament. The thing of it is, um, after that one year in Tekken, Hold on, home. when Go. we played, you never played me again. Hold on. So but let me let me explain my journey. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm comparing this to David Cass. I don't like shitting on nobody without putting me in that same in those same shoes. But what I'm saying is the Tekken Tag Tournament Tournament, the T4. We yeah. call it T4 from here on out. Okay. Uh, in Metro Detroit, I won that tournament. I whooped ass. I had a team of Brian Fury and Yoshi Yoshimitsu. And every now and then, I like Yoshimitsu. I would get and everybody. Likes I would. Brian. I would get labeled. That's the misconception because Brian Fury. Because all of his I hits, love. I love Brian. All Fury. of his hits take away half of any goddamn yeah. in the first place. So, and I like won that. that tournament, and I felt good. I got the cash prize, and I got a nice little trophy. And when I came home, tired from my gaming duties, yeah. You as a teenager talking me into just one game, dog. Just one game, dog. Over there on Over there on West Failure. What? Fuck it, I, I name it. Over there on West Failure. In the basement. In the basement. Three houses. Tired. And I said, "All right, oh, cool." Oh, tired. Then you got <laughs> you are so tired. Of Paul. But that's all I play with. And or law. But I, I played, got, I played Paul with you. No, you had so a combination you in the tag Paul. tournament. Because we had on old school PlayStation. It was tag tournament. That's when, it er, was that's when everybody. Paul and Law. Everybody. everybody that, that was the team. That's when, it, that, no, that's when everybody looked like a square in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, I remember that. Everybody's a rectangle, rather. And I got my ass handed to me. I did hand your ass to you. Fresh off winning the tournament. I, I, I did hand your ass to you. And you know what I did? You never played me again. I never played you again. No, I did. I did. Over my house as an adult. But, like I said, processing. When was that? That must have been the dream. That's when I first bought this goddamn house. Well, you must have and we was over game. here drinking at 99 Berries with Brandy. And I beat the dog shit out of you in Tekken 6. You, right. you ain't never we, beat me. You ain't never look, beat look, look at me. I will look at play me. you right we, now. We will solve this right now. I will right play now. you Twitter right now. Me, I will play you right now. <laughs> I got five it right here. Let's go. All right, hold on. Wait, wait. We get on the <laughs> You've never beat me in Tekken. Uh, bull, uh, okay. That was the last time you played me. First of all, it was 99 berries. You're such a liar. Hold on. It was 99 berries. You're such there. a liar. Okay. For, we ain't that goddamn drunk. No, Can we're we not. Stick to the subject. We'll finish. Goddamn Neither fire. one of us is spitting and stuttering. We gonna You're spit. such a we liar. Fit. Hold on. Let's finish because this, this is more important. We will finish this shit. But with David Cass, when I got beat, I kept the money. But I put that trophy in the garbage because I said I am not worthy of this trophy because I went home after the trophy, excuse me, after the tournament and put the trophy in the garbage. I said I am not worthy of this. I kept the money. I ain't no dumbass. Uh, you know, you kept the prize money, but the actual trophy. Do you remember? I put it in the garbage. I oh, said I don't want it. Oh, tight pants. Tasha Mack walked off. Yeah, she bad as fuck. I don't know why she bad, but <laughs> but. This is a story that has absolutely that, I, I, I honestly just thought she ain't wearing them pants in foundation. I just thought that'd be funny to say. But, it's but, making me laugh. Hell, shit. But did I not remember as a kid? I put the trophy in the garbage, didn't I? I said I don't want this. I don't deserve it. I've never seen you throw away a fucking trophy. You're lying. 
When did you throw away a fucking trophy? Okay, first of all, that was a trophy I won at GameStop, a goddamn Harper and Gratiot. I, I almost died for that goddamn. Eight mile? No, Harper and Gratiot. If you remember, that was the ga- only GameStop in the metro city of Detroit. And they were trying to make a name for themselves over there by that Coney Island. And then they got robbed so many times, which I went into detail on this podcast, because I was the assistant manager. And by gunpoint, somebody robbed us, and I was like, you know what? They really shouldn't have a GameStop here. I'll meet you halfway. I don't think me and you was friends during that time. Oh, go fuck yourself. Alright. I'm trying to give... See when you give a goddamn bitch. This motherfucker would take a mile. I gave you the props because I threw away. It was a it was a Tekken trophy. It was a plastic, like gold plastic trophy of Hihachi Mishima. No, 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 no. In, nigga, in his nigga, head. No, wait, 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 wait. Hey, wait, fuck wait. you. I kept the money. You didn't give me shit, nigga. No, no. Tech- I first of all, excuse me. I want to make this. I want to make this play. I want to make this play. I did not give you the money. I did not give you the trophy. No, and not that you give me the win. No, I I, didn't give you the win. I I got my ass kicked. Now, what you after that is fine. I don't care about all that nigga shit. That's like a thousand years ago. All right, I I want to make this play. We sticking on David Katz. We doing your old ego is taking over. Both of us is doing pretty good right now. I don't care about the money. All right. I said I am not worthy of this trophy. Let's just keep the story going. We don't make it about David Cass. I will agree with that. Uh, I said I am not worthy of this Concerning trophy. Concerning Tekken. Now Marvel In this case, Marvel, David Cass, it was Marvel, bad. Marvel, you a god. No, Tekmo uh, what are you talking about? Matt, David Cass. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm making it David Cass. I was about to say me and you me and you go down a rabbit hole. I about but, to, I about to say Tecmo Bowl. Alright, when it comes down to David Cass, David Cass do that too. He won in Buffalo. Went to Jacksonville. Got his ass handed to him. Got his ass handed to him. And then he came back because he had a rifle in his car. And now Madden, he he injured and killed a few people. And my heart goes to the family of those. Because this is supposed to be all love, all tournament. Even though me and you played like our life depended on it. Right. Our life never actually depended on it. It was just yeah. He don't know that shit. Stupid now that was some sucker shit. Yeah. So now Madden 2018 will never have a champion because this motherfucker. It was cowardice, and I can't wait to talk about Gary Kleiman because he was there. Him and his folks was there with Wham. So normally I would say go sit your ass down. With this case, man, I hope this motherfucker go well. Unfortunately, he took his own life, but in any other circumstance, he's supposed to be up under the jail. I can tell about Madden. Now, I'm halfway decent in Madden, but there was one person, and I hope you're listening. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to my man, William Wooder. I use his government. Motherfucking Booner. Oh, he... Talk about the guy that... um. Shit, that was afraid of his mama was made nigga, made, a, made everybody afraid. I don't give a goddamn. He was the goddamn god of big magic. dude, light skin. Do you know how many times he had a conk? And then he in the winter went to he and his mama was afraid. My friend. everybody was afraid of his mama. Right down the street, William Woodard. 
Put his name out there. And I, and I hope, you know, fuck it. I'll go back and, to No, 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 wait, wait, wait. At Fleming, everybody was afraid of his mama. Yep. And if you played him in oh, Madden. Sh- if you played him in Madden. Big Will. Big Will. On the football team. Yep. Okay. I know. He shit, whooped. Hell, he whooped my that. ass. He whooped. He whooped everybody's ass. There. I'm not surprised. Um, he was good. I mean, shit. He was a big ass nigga. And I will say this. And I only. This is my only caveat in this. What's that there? I played with early Andrew Luck. And <laughs> See, you talk about the time when oh, I was... Wait, 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 wait. No, no, I want to give my man his, when I was, man his props. When I was interested in football. I'm talking about Madden. I would give my man his props. That's what I'm talking about. That's what what I'm he would do. In football. He would get the Tampa Bay defense. You, the Tampa you can't play... Night, excuse me, 2004. Him and Rondé Barber. It's like this motherfucker set a record like, on interceptions during that time. Tampa Bay. I've never been so pissed no, no. at Matt. No, no, I ain't never shoot him during that time. <laughs> I ain't never shoot him. I threw the controller no, no. across the room. I said, "Go fuck here yourself." Here. And I walked out of there during that, purpose during that time. Tampa Bay, Denver Broncos, um. You can toss Ravens in there, Ray Lewis. You can toss uh, Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. You can toss Baltimore in there. Like those were teams that you just weren't. You wouldn't. It's, it's like Tech Bowl with Bo Jackson. You was not no, that defense. That Tampa two defense pissed me off so much because you had Sap and that was some cheating shit and Rodney Barber. That was cheating <laughs> shit. So if you threw the ball, that was cheating Rodney shit. Rodney Barber was just there, one-handed interception and. You can hear him. Shit. Like, we talk shit. Like, we need to have a mandatory shit talkers forum on this podcast. I would love William Wooder. To see William Wooder. My man Boone. I, I would love to see William Wooder. I remember William Wooder back in, like, nigga, that's the same time I met you. Yep. That's I would, yeah. When you came you, up, I met him. I met Richard in the kindergarten. I remember, I remember William because I remember uh, we used to in the winter time at Fleming we used to stand outside when it was cold and he had a conk in his hair mm-hmm. and it was cold it was cold I remember him and then his uncle or whatever was a counselor or something yeah yep but here's what we'll take from that well, David Katz man. and then a second grade teacher was that mean ass bitch uh, Miss uh, I ain't talking about B.A. or 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 Honor, I'm talking about Coleman. Uh, no, no, that's, that's yeah, B.A. Coleman. No, 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 no. Coleman was that Vaughn. I'm talking about Fleming. Uh, I ain't talking about Trotter. I ain't talking about Trout. I ain't talking about uh, nobody else. I'm Start with an E. Anyway, Everett. I remember him. Ms. Everest. Everett. Ms. Everett. Yes, the tall, brown-skinned woman. Ooh, she, that, that bitch was from hell. She was right. evil as hell too. Oh, let's just keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. But what I will say, Devin if you didn't know your timetable, she was evil. Even if you knew your timetable, she was evil. All right. And I knew my timetable was up to nine up, at that you time. You need to talk to with your therapist. No, fuck that. I knew my timetable was up to nine. That bitch was evil. All right. Here's what I was. Give me stupid shit. Thirteen times thirteen. We'll bitch, I'm in the fourth grade. We'll continue this conversation. How the man, fuck would Gary I know? Climbing. Mainly because um, that was some bullshit. David Katz, go fuck yourself. Speaking of people coming in there, who's done with the game, I want to give a quick shout out to my girl Jamel Hill, who is, as of this recording, is done with ESPN. She said she took the buyout. They're giving her six mil to go elsewhere. 
And I only assume that Jamel Hill is going to do her own thing somewhere else. Yeah. Be a positive change, even though she got the uh, Murray Wright. So the auditorium of Murray Wright. Murray Wright is now the Jamel Hill auditorium. Jamel Hill, if you are under the sound of my voice, Jamel Hill, you are welcome to this podcast, mainly because I, I wanted you on this podcast for many reasons, because you're from Detroit. From from the D, you know what it is to be from the D, and then on top of that, I'm a fan of your work. And then the the killing point is, I don't know if you have any other obligations for a while anywhere else. So in the meantime, if you don't mind kicking it, slumming it, if you will, with your man Sam on this podcast, you are a truth teller in a world full of people who. Profit from covering it up. You always been one hundred percent on your message. You always kept it one hundred. The best sports center I've ever seen is with Jamel Hill. I'm personally talking Jamel Hill at this point. The only the best time I watch Sports Center is with Jamel Hill and Michael Smith. That wasn't Sports Center at that time. That was Woke Center. I watch Woke Center. And I loved it. So, Jamel Hill, do your thing, girl. Get your cash. But in the meantime, if you want to kick it, come back to the D. Kick it with us on the podcast. This is a long-ass commercial for our ass. Come on. Because I, I got a lot of questions, especially with the White House with Obama, the whole the whole Trump thing. But I wish you well. And it's weird because as we record this, this is a person I appreciate just going to getting out of the spotlight now a person i appreciate who was on this podcast getting back into the spotlight it's my man louis ck louis ck he's back he's doing comedy after the me too allegations and quite honestly now i know i'm reading twitter and they were like he shouldn't do this what the fuck else you want from my man admitted to it he did his time Get your ass back up Especially on stage Especially knowing the type, of, the, the, uh, type of humor Louis C.K. has it, it almost kind of falls right in with the, the what, he w- right. what he was accused of So let right. me guess The guy with, who makes jokes about jacking off Actually jacked off in front of somebody? He did Fuck that Hold on, that's what I'm getting at Hold on If I said And this is what Louis did He asked a girl he was fucking with Years ago Can I jack off in front of you? She said yeah and, and he did it. And then Louis C.K. knowing the type of humor we, that that uh, he has, actually jacks off. Her only response. Who's shocked? Her, her Who's only, shocked if he didn't say? He it. was because here's what she said. He did it. Here's what she said. I thought he was joking. He's a comedian. You gave Are consent. You he is a he is a comedian. Uh, but, no, no, right. I'm just saying. Let you gave like consent that. to a comedian. Me and you. How much more then does that? You get consent to a comedian. We sitting at this table. Jokes about jacking right. off. If I said to you, no homo. If I said to you, hey man, I'm finna jack off right now. That's homo. You finna say this. Yeah. I only assume you would say, please, at best, at worst, sorry, at worst, please don't do that. No, I would think you about to bullshit me in the conversation. But you ain't gonna. But you, it, you ain't gonna say, go ahead, do it. But if you took your dick out, then I'm like, oh, he meant literally. Uh, and that go to dough right there. Tasha Mac. And now go to dough right there. There's nothing I can do about this. Yeah, exactly. See? See? No, I'm going to chime in. When I said, when I heard it, I said, let some let him whip his little pink 
Vienna sausages out in front of me. Nigga, if you don't put your dick away, what you doing? That is that is the furthest is it should have been. That should have been the furthest. Well, I know what, you know what I agree with that. I'm not gonna say, hey, sure, let me now. Now just watch. I'm trying to ruin. Watching a dude jack off I'm gonna do this. Awkward thing ever. I'm gonna do this. Oh shit! I thought you were joking. My you bad. Got a hey, my bad. Bag. That's just weird. I'm not trying to take down this motherfucking career. Yeah. Man, men jacking off versus women jacking off is not the same. Oh, it's horrible. When a woman jacks off, it's, it's sensual. It's, it's actually all right. When a guy does it, it's too aggressive. Y'all got a turtle head. Y'all, y'all there, back, there's, y'all back there's got a there's, there's a goddamn shot ratio. Like y'all getting ready to get caught. It's just the weirdest thing ever. You're looking over your shoulder. It's, it's, it's too much. Y'all look like... Remember what that... Um, band, remember don't that... Um, the crime. You remember... The neighborhood watch dude, like how, how you like on the posters, and you got the hat on, the trench coat. That's yeah, like there, there's a level way, like there's there's a level. Maybe that's a societal thing, but my whole point is, I'm glad to see my man. And after all the Me Too allegations, and I got a couple tweets from this myself. Um, why do you have a picture with Louis C.K. on your website? Because I fucks with Louis C.K. Now that. what he did. In his private life versus what he did on this podcast. Fuck about that. My you thing see, is, that, you see what I'm saying? My thing is, Louis C.K. First off, you know I serve, and he did a shit ton. He, he's almost like the um, what's that white guy they used to do um, like every year for the veterans. I, I forgot his name. Bob Hope. Uh, Bob Hope. Bob Hope. That's what he's doing right now, right? So, God bless him for that. Nope. Listen, I've not met not one guy serving. Or about to serve or prior served, who have said Lucy K has not been in, you know, yeah. just that during the time of wherever I'm at. Yeah, God knows I'm not coming back home during the time, but you came over here to help us. So, I mean, it's Lucy that K. Is, that is, and um, Lucy K is raunchy, but funny. It's like Jerry Seinfeld is stupid, but funny. He has done. The, um, who would not go to if Jerry Seinfeld came to Detroit? would not go see Jerry Seinfeld the running joke on his podcast I want I want I mean, who cares the running joke on his podcast all niggas jack off all women jack off so enjoy your life I said I don't know what y'all call it don't say nothing oh here's what I said here's what I said it's the same shit and I put it I wish I would put a twitter poll on this I said yes or no I said you can say whatever fuck you want about Bill Cosby you can before or after, say whatever you will. But if Louis, uh, if Bill Cosby in the climate we in right now came out with a Netflix special, personally, if he does this, I want my cut. I said this a few weeks ago on the podcast. I said, Bill Cosby, you got one more in you before God call you home or you do your bid. He's blind. Man. Do one more comedy special. On Netflix, I'm sure he'll be. I'm still sure he'll be funny. And call it "Stay Woke." Double entendre. Yeah, yeah. Your face change. Your face. Double no, entendre. No, 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 no. Bill would still be funny, but it'd be more like a. Would you watch it? Of course. That, it's Bill Cosby. I will watch it. Of course, I will. But my thing is, is you that, call it "Stay Woke." No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Stay woke. No, no. Wait, wait. I think it'll be like that last Chappelle um, com- uh, Netflix he did. 
Because remember, at the end of Chappelle Netflix, he gave this uh, he, this thing the about, man about, and about the, the, the book, about the yep. book he read. Mm-hmm. And honestly, called Pimp. Yep. I read that book. Not literally. Well, I read it on Netflix. I've, Netflix. I've read Google. it. I read the actual book. And I didn't, but I did read it. Not the actual book, not in my hands, but I did read it. Down and going. that book had so much, like, truth and bullshit. But if you can look past the bullshit, you can tell the part that's fiction. But if you read it, and then... I welcome Dave Chappelle. Marry that with what Dave Chappelle said mm-hmm. at the end of his special... All of that made sense, and I don't see how that could not apply to Bill or Michael Jackson. I welcome Dave Chappelle on this podcast for many reasons, but if I don't ask no other question, I need to ask this question. End of the show. I need to know who you was talking about at the end of that special, because I read that book. I want a specific name, because remember he applied it to his life. That nigga shit, nobody knows. That's why I want to ask him that question. Nobody will know that. But here's what we're doing. They uh, won't get it. You know that, right? You, you don't know that. No, no. I know he won't give you that. You, you don't you know You know Dave won't give you that. You don't know that. Okay. Here's what. We're so, 34 right now. I know, I know. But we'll be, I, I, fig, I figure. We'll, I figure. We'll be 100. If he hanging it up. If he's saying like, fuck it. How can Dave hang it up? No, no, no. Fuck it goes a long way. Sam, if you, you are now give up, if right you now. If you want to give up, the time you figured that answer out, we'd be 190. But if I got these goddamn mics on, I need that ass. All right, here's one one thing I want to do. I want to give a quick shout out to somebody who did not hang it up for the longest time. Mono Ginobili, after 16 years in the NBA. Now you know we rock the sports. Now, we'll give some fantasy football updates because I don't crack that ass. But, Mino Ginobili announced his retirement from the NBA out of 16 years with the Spurs. And I, I no homo, no whatever. I sat on my couch and I watched him do that. And a tear went out of my eye when I watched that with the Spurs. A small tear went out of my eye. As I watched that press conference, watched the report. I don't want to say press conference. And I watched the report. Mono Ginobili, after 16 years with the Spurs, Lou Tier went out of my eye because if for nothing but vanity, he's the only person in the NBA I can think of that's older than I am right now. So it just let me know that's the last of a breed, last of a dying era. It made me realize that it's a lot of young bucks out there. And the people I remember growing up, it ain't that no more. So I want to wish my man Mono well. Happy retirement. Hopefully you do something cool with the NBA. But right now... Man, that hurt. Well deserved, but it still hurt. Here's what I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now. My man Gary Kleiman is calling into this podcast, the CEO of Wham. 
we're going to sit down. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, gaming. We're going to talk about Wham, clearly. Uh, we're going to just jump into it. Hopefully, we can get to the David Cass thing because I want to see his opinion with that. You, you ain't got no money. Um, all right. So, let's just jump right into it. Here we go. Check, check. Hey, Gary, this is Sam McClain from the Just Talk With Sam podcast. How are you? I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Hey, I don't know what just happened, but it was the damnedest thing. It My phone flashed for like a hot second, and then it just went away. But we're good now. Um, if you're good. ready. I'm here. I'm ready. All right. I hit this record button, so let's just jump right into it. We are already on, on the air. Um, I love it. Now, Gary, you are doing something very near and dear to my heart. I am a gamer. I know a thing or two about a thing or two in certain games. But before we get into it, you are the CEO and founder of the Wham Network. That is correct. Please tell us a little bit about Wham. Wham Digital Network focused solely on the lifestyle and culture of gaming. Gaming defined as everything from esports to moms playing Candy Crush and Carpool and everything in between. We are distributed on OTT platforms, Roku, Dish, Sling, Zumo, Pluto, those type of networks, connected TVs, uh, the smart TVs, Vizio, Samsung, LG, cable, uh, Comcast, X1 Infinity in the next three weeks. Uh, and then embedded in mobile around the world. That's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, just going over um, your resume, and quite honestly, I've kind of looked at it myself. It models it more of, um, for lack of a better term, ESPN type for all things gaming. Yeah, we look at ourselves more as the MTV of gaming as opposed to ESPN, which you know conjures up just sports. Uh, but it's very similar. It's very, very, very similar. Our shows run the gamut from things like one show is called Game Bites, which is essentially Guy Ferreri's Drive-In Diners and Dives, where our host goes into a barcade, plays whatever the genre of games that barcade um, is known for, interviews the owner of how they got into the, uh, the, the bar, restaurant, gaming business, and then they go into the kitchen and they cook and eat whatever the most popular menu item is from that restaurant. And each episode is a new and different barcade. There's another show uh, called, uh, what's a good one for you, Page Up, which is really the collision of books and literature. I mean, book, games and literature, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, where the host looks at a game and a specific thematic, and then each one of them selects a piece of literature that is centered in the same thematic, and they have a robust conversation of how that is treated in a book versus in a game. There's another show called Gamer IRL, and each episode is a, a, a day in the life of somebody in gaming. An esports lawyer, a professional esports athlete, a team owner, an artist, a musician, it's somebody that is a full-time um, gamer or, or someone in gaming and we just follow them and, and find out how they got into it what they love about it because gaming now is 
a career and can be a career for lots of people that never thought it was anything other than a leisurely activity. And that's correct. I mean, like, as we saw, I mean, like, there's a lot of, um, Wham does host a lot of esports and e tournaments, and some of those grand prizes you can live off of for a while. So, yeah, that is true. Yes, I mean, listen, the Dota 2 tournament that I think ended two days ago, the prize pool was $24 million. The winning team, which I believe was six players, split 50% of that. So that's, you know, $12 million for winning a gaming tournament. That's correct. Now, one thing I got to know um, before we, what made you want to just chronicle the life of gamers in different gaming aspects? Because I, this has to be clearly a passion project that just blew into something just way past, I don't want to say your own expectation, but what, what could yeah. be, you know? I, I'll tell you where it came from. Uh, my background is in experiential marketing, mobile tours, sampling. Uh, driving, tune in to television shows, uh, all based in entertainment and sports. Several years back, I read an article about a prolific female gamer who played League of Legends at a tournament in Madison Square Garden where the article said there were 18,000 spectators, and I found that hard to believe that 18,000 people were watching somebody play a video game, especially when I was one of those parents telling my kids to go outside and shoot hoops and enough with gaming. And I was fascinated by the scale and depth of gaming that was almost a secret to a certain extent. So I spent about six months trying to understand and research everything I could about gaming. And my takeaway, quite simply, was in the 1960s, you had surf, which started essentially as kids on the beach watching surfers, and then they said, hey, I like the flip-flops, the board shorts, the music, and the film of this community, and you could participate in that community whether you were a great surfer or not a surfer at all. And that was a great niche, still exists. Same thing happened in the 80s and 90s with skate. Kids off uh, curbs, rails, half pipes, and it's, I like the shoes, the skate shoes, shorts, Music never really got into film because Tony Hawk came out with uh, his video game series, right. and that's how that content was consumed instead of film. You can make the same argument that uh, mixed martial arts, extreme sports, follows that that same trajectory and those same touch points. When you apply that to gaming, the differences are significant. Well, first of all, there's fashion, there's music, there's art. There's story, there's everything that you have in, in all the other examples. The difference is, however, there's 2.6 billion people gaming every day in the world, and their access point is as simple as a mobile phone. Yeah. And it covers every single subject. So if you like sports, you can play FIFA, you can play Madden, you can play MLB. If you like first-person shooting games, you can play... Call of Duty. If you like strategy games, you can play Minecraft. If you like mobile games, which is the single largest growth area in gaming, there's tens of thousands of games. There's a company called Skills out of San Francisco. They run two million daily tournaments uh, for mobile games. Right. So you can touch everything and anything in the world in gaming. And I thought, wow, 
all these people are gaming. It's all about our lifestyle and culture. It is engage. It is engaging. It's connectivity. It is a force for good. And there should be a network that focuses on that and not just the gameplay. So we built it. And that's awesome. I mean, like, when you see the success of your work, and you you were correct in this, because gaming, is it's been around, and quite honestly, I don't think it's going anywhere. But um, when you see something like that, I got to know, Gary, what was your holy snap moment? Oh, my God, this thing is working. What was that thing that lit a fire into you where you just like, oh, my God, this is it. This is, you know. Well, yeah, when, when I saw that there was 2.6 billion people gaming worldwide, and that their their gaming activity in Asia or Europe uh, or the Middle East was no different than the gaming habits and engagement that was going on in North America, that it was cross language, cross culture, and I can't in in my life, certainly professionally, think of anything that crosses over with that kind of magnitude and that kind of scale. And then when I started talking to people and saying, well, do you game? And most people initially about a year, year and a half ago would go, nah, I don't game. I don't game. That's like, no way. No, it's just called lying, Gary. That's called lying. Everyone games. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But everyone, there, there, there was this sentiment of if you admitted to being a gamer, you were admitting to having no life, that you were just mindlessly gaming. Right. And if you break down gaming, it it's actually very prolific because there's story, there's conflict, there's conflict resolution, there's music, there's art, uh, there's engagement, there's strategic thinking, spatial awareness, and high coordination. You know, there there are a lot of attributes that nobody really focuses on or thinks about in terms of gaming. And that's when you break it down, right? And you don't. So and the other thing that that I find interesting is it in most homes when you talk about youth, they say or parents say, Go read, stop gaming, go read, stop gaming. And there's a movement of replacing textbooks in early education with games. And I think most people believe, when they first hear that, it goes, oh my God, you can't really do that. But if you write a book, your favorite book, you read it the second, third, fourth, and fifth time, nothing changes. It's a great book, and you enjoy it, but you have the same characters, same results, and everything else. You do that in a game, you can be a different character. Your end may be different. The story's going to be the same, but you are actually impacting and effectuating potentially a different result, even though you're enjoying the same content. That's pretty powerful. And also with games from an educational standpoint, games inherently are built by success and incentives. So in order for you to get to the next level, you have to show some form of mastery on the level that you are currently on. And that then encourages not only learning, but skills. So games are not um, conflict uh, with books. They are actually very complementary when balanced and used properly. So the aha moment was when I saw the synthesis of, of games and content and books 
and engagement and socialization, I thought, oh yeah, this, this is, there's a different story to be told. And what's happened since I've started is that you can now get a four-year academic scholarship to some 300 universities and colleges in the United States as a gamer. That's true. And That's that true. obviously is the legitimization of gaming. And I, I find fascinating, because I am a collegiate uh, sports fan, is that gaming has really put the NCAA on its heels because the competitions in gaming at the collegiate level are not within the purview of the athletic department, but the academic departments from the science, technology, engineering, and math, the STEM programs, mm -hmm. which means the eligibility for these kids or students is not controlled by the NCAA, meaning that a gamer can play a weekend tournament and win $10,000 and not lose the eligibility to play and compete for the university, where an athlete controlled by the NCAA has a hard time having lunch with a booster and keeping the scholarship. And so it's fascinating just from a sociological perspective that gaming has put the NCAA on its heels. And that's true, mainly because um, of all the reasons you just said. Um, mainly because, you know, it's it's different. No team, or I don't want to say team, no department wants to claim them as gaming because there's no quote-unquote financial ramifications there's no financial going to the school just like yourself how you talk about you know programs like football and basketball and just regular collegiate sports and quite honestly the player themselves can you know do that meanwhile if you're a basketball player best thing you can do to make some scratches have a couple of quote-unquote legal pickup games and hopefully that works out now, one thing about gaming that um, obviously it's it's been around. I want to pick your brain on this mainly because when you talk about like the show Gamer IRL and obviously the the events that happened this weekend, um, that wasn't on my initial questions list. But I gotta say, um, you are familiar with the Madden tournament. Um, of course. Okay. Yes. My, my my phone blew up yesterday as soon as it happened with not only the WAM uh, employees and staff um, our investors uh, press everybody was sending texts and emails and going oh my god Jacksonville so I'm very very familiar with what happened uh, tragedy WAM as a network our, our heart goes out to all the victims uh, those that were obviously um, terminally fatally uh, and those that were injured but even as much so everybody that was there that was also emotionally traumatized by being in a situation with an active shooter exactly and like uh, we talked a little bit about this before you got on the line this is obviously not a reflection on the gaming community actually this is just one one crazy guy one nut who doesn't know how to lose. I mean, you talked about right. gaming a minute ago when you talk about evolution. Yeah, it's a little bit about hand-eye coordination, but one thing, if you ain't learned nothing from gaming is about determination because you want to see that end result and usually that end result being good. In this case, this was a person who, at best case, could not handle the pressure of losing. Sometimes you will lose. Right. I 
look right. like I'll I'll put my personal story. I've got um good friend of mine, William, used to beat me like I stole something every time I played Madden. You know what I did? I went home and I got better. And I didn't I mean the more the best I can say as far as a flare up of anger, it was more like, Oh man, you know, you stand up, you know, you do the tropes, stand up while you're playing, you may I guess slam a controller, I think that's as best as, as far as it went, you know? Right. And Right. Yeah. So Yeah, this is a significant societal issue. Uh we're asked about this all the time. There, there are some sentiments that say that that video games lead to violence. Uh, I can tell you that I grew up playing cowboys and Indians and cops and robbers, and and had miniature civil war and army uh, toys, and we used to hit each other with it and everything else. It never translated. To real world activity where I wanted to physically harm anybody. So, Same here. I grew up it, with Street Fighter right. and Mortal Kombat, and I never right. wanted to impale someone. Right. And and then if you look at, without getting overly political, if you look at the world stage, the level of mass shooting, be it Park Lane, be it a club, a school, I think the single largest place of mass shootings is employment with disgruntled employees on a percentage basis the United States is so far ahead of every other developed country in these incidents happening it is not video game related some of it is the accessibility of guns and I'm not so sure good, bad or otherwise what a 24 year old young man is doing with a semi-automatic weapon that's sitting in his trunk while he's competing in a Madden tournament that in and of itself to me is is somewhat concerning. But the United States has an issue, and we've had an issue that's been acute since Columbine. And there hasn't really been um, a response to it that has done anything to curb uh, the results of the violence nor the understanding of is it mental health, is it the accessibility of guns, is it the internet, and I don't know what that is, because that's not what I do every day, but it is not tied to to video games. Um, I'm happy uh, to the extent that you can be happy at anything, that the content in which this happened at yesterday was Madden, which is not a violent game. Right. Well, <laughs> right. If that, well, that's true. Well, yeah, I mean, not the video, right? Exactly. It's, it's just sort of like, yeah. Right. But had that been a Call of Duty or an Overwatch tournament, right? I think you would have had a different outcry of the violence in the game and the real world style shooting in the game and the ultimate result of of a mass shooting. Be it the NFL and Madden, it, it's a leap. To make that exactly. stretch to say that that had something to do with it. So I think, fortunately, for the gaming world, the game was Madden yesterday and not a more aggressive style game. But the issue is substantially greater. It is not esports. It's not gaming. There, there are some problems in the country that we need to address from mental health and community and support and alienation. And there's hordes of studies that Facebook causes more alienation then it causes connection. And uh, it's unfortunate and it's sad. Um, and I hope 
as a society we can ultimately and sooner than later put our minds and our arms around it and come up with a solution and that's awesome and one thing i have noticed as far as like the public statements and outcries of the gaming community a lot of it is saying hey we're not like that we we detest that we don't condone this um i've read statements from some of the gamers that were there some of the gaming companies ea clearly had to make a statement and they were just saying like we don't condone these actions uh we are about positivity we're about uh bringing people together that's what the spirit was it was a spirit of competition this just spoiled this whole thing but what people are doing now is showing they want to rise against things of that nature things of that magnitude that gamers aren't what that person was so um that's that's one thing i could tell you as, as a founder of what is a gaming network, again, focused on lifestyle and culture and stories and what have you in the gaming world on a, on a global basis, the, the, one of the most outstanding qualities that I have seen in, in the gaming population is their commitment to inclusivity. And I can give you a very, very, very um, wonderful story. We are working... Uh, that, that, that will underscore that. We're working with a private school in, uh, Los Angeles about the creation of an esports gaming curriculum, uh, elective curriculum for the kids so that they not only game, but they'll learn about coding and story and art and music and everything about gaming. That's awesome. And the administration initially was resistant to supporting any kind of gaming curriculum. And by the time we sat and met with them some four months after we had sent them our original proposal and modifications, I sat down with the headmaster who said, when I first saw your idea and read your submission on behalf of the students, I said, there's no way. I'm, I'm 80% against having an esports gaming curriculum on this campus. However, she said, now I'm 80% in support of it if I can figure out the logistics. And she goes, I'm going to tell you why. And the, the answer to what made her go from um, non-resistance, essentially, to almost full support is Fortnite. And Fortnite mm-hmm. is obviously the biggest game in the world right now. And she found that the outlier kids, and this is an elementary through high school uh, student body, the outlier kids that started playing Fortnite, they were playing with everybody. So they're playing with the cool kids, the happy kids, the big you know, social groups and what have you, because they participated in Fortnite and held their own and did what have you, by the time they got to campus, they were included in the main cliques of socialization on campus. That's awesome. And what, what the principal, the headmaster, said to me was they have gone through seminars and conferences about how do you stop bullying, how do you get different groups of of children together on an inclusive basis, and she said Fortnite did it faster than anything she had ever seen. And that was cool. That that was wonderful. That a game can bring more people together than keep them apart. That's awesome. Mainly as a Fortnite yeah. player, I like to decorate in Fortnite. I mean, like if they just made <laughs> just a separate thing of just decorating my place instead of actually playing the game i think i'm more into that but 
I mean, as far as that school goes, as far as um, that went, that that's just awesome. All right, I kept you on a little bit longer than what we had to, but I'm glad you are found the knowledge. You mind if we do a couple of speed round questions? Feel free. All right, first thing, what is the game that got you into gaming? FIFA with, oh. with, with my kids. What year? Oh, God. Oh, probably 15, 18 years ago. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. I, um, now... This may be one and the same, Gary, but what is the game that you hold yourself to say, I cannot be beaten in this game? You're going to have a tough time beating me in this. It wouldn't be a video game. It would probably, it would probably be Terminator on a pinball machine. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 or Funhouse. I, I find that I'm not great at any single video game. That I can be beaten any given day, um, at any given time. Okay, okay. Now, obviously, you run a network. You got to be up on current trends, current events, what's happening. What game? Because we're getting around that season where games are going to come out. Mainly, you know, the holiday season's coming up. Um, what game this year are you looking forward to the most? You know, from where we sit as an independent and neutral and agnostic platform, um, it, it makes no difference. It's all content to us and the stories behind it. Uh, I think Fortnite still has legs. Um, I think um, the I'll tell you where I, I, I think the biggest excitement will come from is the proper inclusion of virtual reality in gaming, and whoever does that best will win okay okay um it adds another dimension all right and also we talked about e-gaming it's the last one what's the one on your phone that you have to play it's just like like an itch that needs to be scratched everyone has one on their phone what's yours you know what it is not on my phone for that reason <laughs> what was it what was I, it i gotta I, know i i i I, I, I got I, uh, I think the simplistic way on a phone because of the way my schedule works from a game perspective is works with friends because it's easy to do and it doesn't go away. Um, I still enjoy Tetris on my phone. I, you know it, it's old school, um, but it, it's, it, it keeps me engaged. Yeah. Um, but Gary, you just said you had to delete one. I need to know what that one was because that's the one. Um, I'm trying to think. I've deleted so many because I I, I played them too often. Um, You know, I'm actually bringing a blanket to to one specific game. I I try not to put any of that on my phone. One, I hate when it drives the battery and then I have to have a conference call and and I'm not connected. So (laughs) I do it almost as a practical matter. And then I go, now, my my gaming is, is somewhat personal for relaxation, and I tried not to do it on my phone. Smart, smart man, smart man, because I've run into that problem a few times, <laughs> and my game of choice was uh, Star Wars, um, the Battlefront, the uh, RPG, mainly because yep. at any, like, I had to move more from an action gamer to more of a strat guy, because yeah, that of that, sense. that and Halo Wars, oh my god, Halo, Halo Wars ate up a lot of time. 
Yeah, I, a lot of people tell me that Angry Birds did that for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Angry Birds, it's, it's, Candy Crush. Yeah, but the, yeah, Candy Crush. I mean, those are, those are and I hate the phrase, but a, but a time suck that you just, you know, you, you, you just stay engaged. And I try not to use my phone that way. In downtime, yeah, I could play. Uh, I, I also, I like Madden. I, I, I do default to a lot of sports games. Um, I'm not a big first-person shooter game. Uh, even though I think they're they're fun and enjoyable, um, and I think my tastes change, and that it all, you know, it's um, it's a good question. Not well, good hey, question. let's put like this. Think about <laughs> it. Gary, you are more than welcome back on this podcast. But before you go, please give out all your yep. social media because I want my guys to check you out. I want my people who's yep. listening to check out Wham. Everything, Gary, social media, whatever you want to throw out. Go ahead. Sure. We are you know, Wham Network, which is a standalone channel. We're on Twitch TV. So if you go to twitch.tv forward slash Wham Network, you'll get the 24-7 feed. If you have Roku, you can search us on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, uh, three weeks on uh, Comcast. Uh, we do have social media channels, all the traditional Instagram, Facebook, what have you. Uh, you can go to our website. And if you want to meet other gamers, you can go to the iOS uh, or the App Store and put in Win W-I-N-D, app, find gamers. And you'll find people to game with. Hey, Gary, thank you so much for just giving us a little chunk of your time. I know you're a busy man, but um, just thank Always you so man. much. Always, man. Anything for you guys. Uh, Appreciate the time. Oh, uh, thank you, man. You will. And keep gaming. I will. All right. Later, Gary. Right. And we are back. That was my man, Gary Kleinman. Please check him out. CEO of the Wham Network. You can check him out. Um, check out the Web Network on any streaming devices, whether that be Apple TV, Roku, or whatever you got. WhamNetwork.com for all your gaming needs. If you want to go Twitter, you can hit them up at Wham underscore Network. Facebook, Wham Network, as well as Instagram, Wham Network. Or you want to find out the Kid and Caboodle, the whole shebang, bang, bang. Go to the website at WhamNetwork.com. He, this is not his first time there. I got a lot more gaming questions. Busy guy. But I just thought we need to sit down and chat. I, I like his work. And here we are. But we've reached that point in the podcast. We we give credit where credit is due. This week's Sit Your Ass Down. Sit your ass down. Yes! We have hit it. It is this time of the week where we all need to take a look around. We give credit to credit is due. Some people messed up this week. This ain't a shaming thing. This ain't a belittling thing. This ain't a, a bullying thing. This is a Hold up. You got a little too lost in your own sauce. Hey, you need to sit your ass down. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. You're getting too hyped for the room right now. Please sit your ass down. Alright, look. 
First it chairs down goes to someone who totally deserves it. I am a shit talker. And I know what this is. I know what it is to talk shit. But the first such as down this week goes to Curtis Harper. Yes, we've all seen the YouTube clips. We've all seen the stuff. But just in case you was under a rock and you didn't know, Curtis Harper is a professional boxer. And in the world of professional boxing, you got to get hype. You have to intimidate. You have to do everything to make your opponent not get off kilter mental game as well as the physical game and I understand that now like many people when it comes down to Curtis Harper I was watching Fox Sports 1 and I saw the heavyweight fight mainly because Curtis Harper has been saying in interviews hey look I'm gonna kick that ass I'm gonna do this that and the third we're going to do everything that we have to do with his opponent. And uh, I want to get this right. Uh, I don't want to mess up my man's name. A Jaguaba. A Jaguaba. You know who you is. If you was in the Curtis Harper fight, you know who you is. I, I apologize if I butcher your name. So, after all the I'm going to intimidate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to whatever. In the realm of this, the bell rung one second into the fight. My man Curtis Harper walks out of the ring calmly and walked away. Just just walked away. He, at the end of the fight, and then please look up this YouTube video. This is this this is mainly because I've I've listened to promoters, I've listened to commentaries, I've listened to everyone. And I've never seen anything like it. That's the only thing I left out. The Jacksonville native said it was done in protest after the, after the fact. After he walked out, he said it was done after the fact. He said he isn't afraid. It was his biggest fight of his career. Um, it's just he was disgusted with the business practices that he saw. Curtis, you went this far talking all that shit. Man, sit your ass down. You walked out of the ring. You talk about business practices. Speaking of business practices, you will never be in a heavyweight fight again. Mainly because they're afraid of you doing this shit again. And then on top of that, you have that that edge, that fear shit, that that intimidation shit. Oh, that that went right out the door. I mean, like not every boxer outside of Glass Joe and King Hippo can punk your ass. So my man Curtis, please watch the YouTube clip so you can see what I gotta say about this. Oh, there's more to this. I want to make this a this is a show, Curtis. Sit your ass down. Our next sit your ass down. Go to um. Let's just let's just get into it. We talked about it at the start of this podcast. We talked about it. We we kind of nosed around it. But Aretha, next sit your ass down. Go to Al Sharpton. Yes, why Al? Al was a good dignitary. Why Al? I tell you why Al. See the deal with Al is this. Much like everyone else, during this week, Aretha Franklin was laid to rest. She's a queen, heavenly, got the greatest send-off a funeral could have, 
pretty sure on more podcasts we're gonna jump more into it after watching the funeral and we're gonna get more into it because the funeral itself is a podcast but when you sit down this week everybody who's ever had anti any insignificant or meaningful interactions with the queen of soul herself Aretha Franklin got in front of a microphone got in front of a television screen got in front of the world to let you know that they knew Aretha and in the case of Al he did just that but that wasn't good enough he ended his CNN show I hope it's CNN I want out of his show and he talked about his good friend Somebody he been around, someone he been around the block with, he hung out with, to he used his relationship with her to make a point to a higher power, being dope forty five, and his constituents. We got a clip of that. Let's play the clip. So, in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. That's your girl. Her claim to fame, the song that really sets her up. I want to hear that one more time. Maybe I was wrong. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Al, you was doing good. You was doing damn good before all, I guess spelling was involved. You was doing damn good. That's your girl. And then the closing response to your diss to 45 and all the administration all this. And a slight weight tribute to Aretha Franklin. You couldn't even get the fucking spelling right? She spells it in the song. Come on. I'm starting to think. Al, I'm starting to think you and Aretha wasn't that close. How did you fuck that up? So Al Sharpton, as a person who's done tributes or know a thing about tributes and you want to put your little taste on it put your little spin on it if you ain't playing around even i did an aretha tribute last week last podcast and the sit your ass down there was a noticeable aretha tribute in my sit your ass down i made sure i kicked out aretha songs wanna know why because i know how to fucking do a tribute but al come on man you better than this and it hurts me to say this. Al, sit your ass down. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, this is newcomer, sit your ass down. Cal Green. Now, Cal Green, there's a couple people who look around the room like, I don't know who Cal Green is. Cal Green is a person in Minnesota who's running for office. And Cal Green, while running for office, He's a black dude trying to do the right thing. Actually, we got a copy of his ad campaign. Can we play some ad? Um, the Cal Green ad. The reason he's getting you to sit your ass down. Cal Green ad. We got it. Here we go. Hi, I'm your neighbor Kyle Green. I'm running for District 18A State Representative. I'm not asking for you to vote for me as your leader. I'm asking for you to vote for me as your public servant. The primary duty of a state representative is to protect all the rights of his constituents. I want to be your state representative. 
I want to be your public servant, and I want to be your nigger. Okay, Kyle. Let's woo. Let's unpack that because that was a lot. Okay, Kyle. First of all, you are a state representative. The key to any state representatives is to uphold the government at the best possible way you can. That should not include racial slurs. That's number one. Number two, we get it, Kyle. You're a black man in Minnesota. You should not have to play the race card that quick. You shouldn't have to play the race card in the fucking commercial, Kyle. Number three, as a black man, and during this podcast, me, my good friend BK, we've used that word quite a few times. I don't plan on stopping. But Kyle, as a guy who uses the N word, please, please, oh please, not just a guy who uses it, as a guy who's running for state rep who's using it, a guy who's using it as a marketing tool to run for a state rep using it, Kyle, please refrain from using the ER version of that word. End it with an A, not an ER. I'm not saying it's right to do so in a state representative commercial. But look, man, it's importance to this. The reason it's important is because there's a stigma to it, Kyle. You're already coming out the gate, and that's how they're going to see you. Whoever the day is, is the day you're talking about. If this day you're thinking of, is the day I'm talking about. If they refer to you as that word, congratulations. You just proved a point. Because you wasted your own time, energy, money, and everything to say that you're that n-word and if you're that n-word in minnesota come on man you better than that kyle that's cheap gifts that's cheap propaganda and quite honestly that's race baiting that's not even racist that's not even racial that's race baiting what you're trying to do man and even if you were completely successful in what you're doing the entire state of Minnesota, the co- the population of black people in the title state of Minnesota is 22%. And a lot of that 22% is only there because they're incarcerated there because Minnesota has the highest rate of incarcerating minorities in the entire country. Kyle, you better than that. I hope you do better. I hope you learn from this mistake. But until then, man, sit your ass down. That's pretty much all I got for this week. I want to thank my man BK for stopping by, chopping it up with him. It ain't a podcast without him. It ain't nothing like it when he's here. That's my guy. I want to thank Tasha for the impromptu cameo she did in this podcast. And most importantly, I want to thank the CEO of Wham Networks. Please catch it on all streaming devices. Apple TV, Roku. Hit them up. Ramnetwork.com. Mr. Gary Kleinman. Making it cool for all the gamers out there. So, I want to thank you guys. As far as the podcast, you can always hit us up at our home. At samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com. Be ground zero for everything related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast. 
Um, we are also on Instagram and Facebook at Just Talking with Sam. No G in talking, just talking with Sam. All one word. Just talking with Sam at gmail.com for all your questions, concerns, comments, comments, whatever you got. Questions, comments, whatever. It's all there. Just talking with Sam at gmail.com. And lastly, and certainly, not leastly, you can tweet me directly at Sam Show 11 on Twitter. Thank you so much. It's the holiday weekend. Be safe, y'all. Don't get into no shit. And I will see y'all next week. Peace out.